0: Welcome to another episode with the Market Dominance Guys, a program about the innovators, idealists, and the entrepreneurs who thrive and die in the high-stakes world of building a startup company. We explore the cookbooks, guidebooks, and magic beans needed to grow your business. This week's episode of the Market Dominance Guys, Chris Beal and Corey Frank continue their conversation about the middle phase in the creation of every startup or new product being stuck. That's the stage when things aren't working out the way you'd envision them. That's when prospects aren't embracing your concept as you'd hoped they would. That's when you have that sinking feeling that this whole project might be a terrible, terrible mistake. Something's wrong. Panicking isn't going to help the situation, but neither is denial. That can lead to faking that everything is just fine when you know darn well it isn't. Listen to Chris's warning. It's hard to be honest once you start faking it. Corey and Chris encourage you to face the truth because as they say, the truth is the boss. Come listen to how to use your resources to get an honest assessment of why you're stuck so that you can start moving forward getting your project back in flow. You'll learn these details and other great advice in this week's episode of Market Dominance Guys, Stuck in the middle with denial.
1: Man, but what do we do when we're stuck for too long? We go back and we fake flow. Yeah. That's what we do. We fake flow. And faking flow is the death knell of a startup. You're dead if you fake flow, because where you're going to go is somewhere. And where the gold is, is somewhere else. Well, don't
2: you have these these quarterly or, you know, every eight weeks or so uh, meetings with your board as a startup, right? And we've both been there where you got to give them something. You got to give them, uh, you got to shoot a hostage. You got to give them some red meat. You got to make a, you know, a virgin <laughs> offering or something, or you have to fake it. And that's the worst because you're, you're inauthentic in all of those. And it sounds like the, what's this, uh, I'm probably going to butcher it. I think it was Lao Tzu who had this, uh, Zen syllogism. He says, um, I know nothing. I know everything. I know nothing. Yes. Yeah. As the stages that folks go through. Right. And some folks will never get past the, <laughs> you know, the first or the second stage. So when you look at that from the makeup of a startup, so we drill a little deeper here, how that has to be safe, place for Cheryl to be able to go to the CEO of the company in this new position she's in and say hey boss um just not feeling it I think we need it. what do you mean it's not feeling it right and then there's got to be a level of humility there to incorporate other folks so how do you you know you mentioned earlier that a startup of one it's a tough and lonely proposition to do and arguably you could say the the success curve is a little more elongated than one with multiple folks, but what do you do to kind of surround yourself with those kind of folks? We talked early on and at some of the earlier episodes last year about about politics and BCC emails and uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we don't have to go into now, but you know, right now, if I'm in a startup and I don't necessarily have those type of folks, what can I do to get it? How can I navigate those waters to showcase folks that hey, maybe I'm stuck and we need to we need to break out of this, otherwise we are faking it.
1: Yeah, I think that the trick to startups is like the trick to everything. You know, one is tough. One person is, it's a tough, it's a tough business, right? I used to be, as you know, a pretty serious rock climber, and mountaineer. That's a very, very, very dangerous game to do alone. Not only because there's no rope to catch you, but primarily because you can't trust your mind. And you think you can, but where are you going to check it, right? Where are you going to check it? What where are you going to figure out whether you've you're doing something based on fear, on self-induced bravado, on you're tired, you just don't want to think about it anymore. So you're gonna try it? I mean, it's it's a dangerous, dangerous world. Startups are a lot like that. You know, we did an episode in which you brought up the free solo your pitch, right, Alex up there, climbing uh, yeah, mm-hmm. free soloing it. Well. If you watch the movie, you see that he's not really alone, alone in that endeavor, right? He's got people that he talks to. He's a kind of guy who can trust his own mind, by the way, almost, but he's too smart to trust only his own mind. So he has other people to talk with. And I think that even that kind of thing, you know, it's not the rope, it's the relationship that allows you to go. And what do you have to have? You gotta have somebody who sees the world a little differently from you, is on your side, and sincerely going to come forward with their own enlightenment and their own ignorance. And you can put the two together and you got a shot. You know, you really do have a shot. It's like trying to walk on one leg. It's just a problem. You know, you're not really built for it. We're really built to go in pairs and go do things. You and I doing the show is a good example. I can do one of these by myself. You can do one by yourself. They're probably OK. But I don't think we'd be on episode God knows whatever we're on here, 70 or whatever it is by now there is the covering of each other's weaknesses but there's also the knowing that there's somebody you can go to in order to get unstuck because if you really look at these flow state these three states right the flow the stuck and the and the waiting we don't need much help waiting we can always find something to do we just need to know that when we're waiting you need to find something to do right we don't need a huge amount of help in knowing that we're stuck as long as we're honest, but it's hard to be honest once you start faking it. And so when you have an external audience, like a board of directors, like you said, or whatever, you know, I remember when I joined this company, something happened here, which is I joined as a head of products. And a few days later, um, sort of the whole engineering team, which was fairly small, up and quit. And a few days after that was a board meeting. Well, between those two, we didn't fake it. We actually did some things. We hired couple of people, we read all the code. I spent a weekend, we read 300,000 lines of code. We built the system repeatedly, made sure we could build it, start it, build and start it, build and start it, knock it down, kill it, start it again. That's the kind of stuff you want to be able to do in a live system that's servicing lots of people. And went to the board meeting. What's well, pretty tempting in a board meeting like that to fake it? You know, hey, Chris, you lost your whole engineering team. What up? And it's like, well, what up is, here's what we're doing. Here's where I'm pretty sure that we can do things, start, stop, keep the thing alive. Here's what we don't know, but here's the recommended course of action. But it's, it's so tempting under that kind of pressure to either cave into somebody or, you know, oh, sure. your face or whatever. And so part of what you're hiring for or partnering with is somebody who can be who has the drive they got to have the drive without the engine this whole startup thing is stupid you can't do it it's just too hard not like a lot of people are going to help you you gotta you gotta have that big motor and the motor's got to kind of be willing to turn by itself you get up in the morning if you don't feel that every day and you haven't felt it every day since you were pretty young don't do startups. It just doesn't work out. It just doesn't <laughs> trust me. But say you do, you got to get another person with that kind of drive. And then the next part about you know the relationship that's got to work is you got to have a framework for talking about being in flow, getting stuck. You have to have the words for it. You have to have words about things like when are we guessing? You have to use words like ignorant. Mm-hmm. The word I used today with Cheryl was I said it was talking to. To her and got John Campbell. And I said, you know, we're just doing this like total idiot. We're just like dummies here. Obviously, the thing to do is to talk to somebody else. And here we are talking to each other. Let's not do this the hard way. Let's go find the person that we would be selling to, except we already sold to that person and talk to that person, right? Well, but you have to use the words. You can't if you don't. Use a word like we're being idiots here. Sure. Then nobody feels safe coming forward and saying, you know, I feel like I'm a little stuck or I'm being an idiot or whatever, right? You have to use the vocabulary of truth. Well, I mean,
2: you as the leader, right, to be the first one to be to level a degree of humility that it's safe to be humble, it's safe not to know, allows you to probably have that Occam's razor level of clarity to say, wait a minute it's probably right in front of us, let's look elsewhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, and when I hire people, this is throughout the whole process, I always tell them this, I said, look, you're either gonna love it here, or you're gonna hate it here. If you're gonna hate it here, let's figure out how to have you not join. <laughs> so you wouldn't be talking to me unless you're qualified, because people don't get to talk to me unless they're qualified, that's another process, I don't go through that, I, that'd be crazy. You know, That's like qualifying on a cold call, right? The list is, the list's gotta be good, or not good, we're not going to find out if we qualify on the cold call, that's crazy. we got to set the meeting and let qualification happen in discovery. This is the same problem. So here we are now, we're in discovery and we're going to discover something. You're going to discover whether you want to work for somebody like me in an organization like this, because we can't avoid that you're working for me. There's No no words are going to make it go away. I'm the CEO, you're stuck, you know, we're, we're stuck with me. We can't make me not be that guy, right? But I can tell you how it works and how it works, you might love and you might hate. It's about a 50-50. And you might love it because you'll think this is just what I've always wanted. You might hate it and think, wow, this feels really kind of exposed and maybe a little harsh. And the thing, I, one of the things I tell folks is, look, we we don't really report to each other. This is not the strict hierarchy that's about, you know, you tell so-and-so what you did, they tell you what to do. That That isn't it. We report essentially to our real boss, which is the truth as we can ascertain it. The truth is a pretty good boss and the truth will evolve along with us. So it's a it's a boss that keeps up, you know, it doesn't fall behind the truth by its very nature will keep up with changing circumstances, changing markets, changing, you know, COVID can come along. You still can have the truth as your boss the day after the pandemic hits, just like you did the day before. You might not be able to ascertain it so easily. You may have to go through more effort to find it, but it's still the thing that we could report to. However, I tell them when we're out of time and we got to make a decision and we're just out of time, we don't have enough knowledge to make the decision. That's the definition of being stuck. We guess. And here's how we guess. I guess. I guess. That's it. And here's the corrupt part. I'm the person who says that we're stuck and we're out of time. We don't have, I am I declare the guesser. It's totally corrupt. I get it. <laughs> right. But it's a singularity and you have to accept that coming in. And if I That's ever say right. I guess, and I'm guessing. First of all, I'm going to call it a guess. We're not going to wrap it up and say our analysis shows this. This consultant said this. Maybe we did an analysis. Maybe we have a consultant. But if we're guessing, I promise you, I will tell you that we're guessing and we delegate the guessing to me. And then I'm gonna guess and we're gonna treat my guess as a fact of the world, as the truth, regardless of whether it is or not. And mm-hmm. that's your commitment when you come on board because the alternative is we can't get unstuck when staying stuck is fatal.
0: Yeah. Staying
1: stuck can be fatal. I don't know what to do and the right thing to do is to stop the car before you go off the cliff. You drive off the cliff. Sure. Uh, sure. So you know, fatal mistakes are the ones that we should try hardest to avoid through design, right? Don't right. avoid fatal mistakes through diligence. Always avoid them through design.
2: Always through design, yes. And I think that's again the the impetus of the show is is the failure to dominate markets. <laughs> yeah. Always always will lead. Let's add this new uh, axiom to the uh, to the pile as well. So Yeah, it's an interesting
1: that. thing. So the cycle time thing around going from and, and using the words, you know, use your words, as they say to little kids. The word flow is a good word. We're in flow. That's a great word. The word stuck is a great word. It means something. It's a, it's a word, term of art. It actually means we don't know enough to continue moving forward confidently. That's yeah. what it means. It's a term of art, right? Waiting is waiting. We're just waiting. We're waiting for something. We need something because until we have that something, we can't move forward. Now, some people are always waiting because they think they need everything before they can do anything. Don't hire those people. (laughs) Those people are problematic, right?
2: So, I think, and by the way, I know the truth from what I hear you saying, the truth is your boss. But I know that come five o'clock, right, you have a different boss, and that is your bride, and it's her birthday today. So we will be wrapping this up in a minute because I think Helen's birthday trumps the truth. Helen's birthday is the truth. We always talked about the the next book after Market Dominance Guys, or the subtitle for the Market Dominance Guys book was going to be called Pivot Jesus Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think maybe the sub the subheading to Pivot Jesus Pivot would be stuck in flow waiting and uh and faking it in startups today. I tell you what, that would be uh That'd be a title.
1: that'd Pivot, Jesus, pivot. I don't know if anybody gets that, but you know what? If we were to tell everybody what the joke behind the punchline or whatever it is, is it's like, you know, <laughs> if God were a VC, he'd be saying pivot, Jesus, pivot.
2: That's right. Not enough people are buying into your products. You pivot. probably need to take a look at it. So I love it. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, Chris, we, uh, this was supposed to be a two-parter and we'll, we'll continue the next part because what we want to springboard into um, what we talked about today about these uh, different states and making progress also is tied into what we want to talk about next time, which is discovery calls. And discovery calls for a startup because many of the, the aspects that you're talking about, about being stuck or in flow or waiting or humility or authenticity or status alignment is just as critical when we get to the uh, the discovery process. So I think that's what I'm going to look forward to next time on the market dominance guys talking to again, the sage of sales, the profit of profit. And again, my personal favorite, the Rasputin of revenue. So
0: until next time. We'll be back in a moment after a quick break. Welcome to the end of dialing as you know it. Connect and Cell's patented technology loads your best sales folks up with eight to ten times more live qualified conversations every day. And when we say qualified, we're talking about really qualified, like knowing what kind of cheese they like on their impossible Whopper kind of qualified. Learn more at ConnectandCell.com. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to you by UncommonPro.com. Selling a big idea to a skeptical customer or investor is one of the hardest jobs in business. So when it's really time to go big, you need an uncommon methodology to convince others that your ideas will truly change their world. Through a modern and innovative sales and scripting tool set, we offer a guiding hand to ambitious leaders in their quest to reach market dominance. It's time to get Uncommon with UncommonPro.com